Hello, I'm Steve, the retired criminal investigator with the Office of Special Investigations, the Air Force's federal law enforcement agency. I'm Hannah, his daughter, the amateur true crime enthusiast. I have always been fascinated with my dad's job, and I love starting conversations with him to learn more. Join us each week as we share these conversations with you and discuss a real criminal case that piques our interest. Hello, welcome back to True Crime Archives, everyone. Hello. Hello. What, are you going to say something? No, just like hello. Oh, it sounded like you were going to say something. Nope. What do we got today? How deep in the archives have we gone today? Uh, pretty deep. 1956. Oh, 1956. So, yes. 65 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing the math in my head. Well, I didn't. I just added 10. So. I was going to say, <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. It was 10 years before you were born, so I couldn't remember how old you were. Yeah. Also, this is going to be just another regular conversation. Yeah, just like we we did before. We seem to like that. That's, that's how this... That was the point. Right, that was how this thing was born. And we kind of wanted to stay true a little bit, and and so we liked it the last time we did it. So Hannah's just going to present the case, and and I'll comment, and we'll go from there. I will say, though, that because this case, this happened in 1956, so it's been a cold case. And if you can guess where we're going, it is a genetic genealogy <laughs> case also. But really, there wasn't a whole lot of information. Literally every single website I clicked on, every single article I went to, it was like they copied and pasted the same one article onto every, even the Air Force website, mm-hmm. because the person we're going to be talking about, he was in the Air Force. Okay. And they, it was literally the same article across the board. <laughs> so right. I tried to get as much as I ca- could. But we are talking about Dwayne Bogle and Patricia, Patricia Kalitsky. I hope I pronounced that no, correctly. No, I think you did. I think you did. Yeah. It's actually Lloyd, Lloyd Dwayne Bogle, but he went by Dwayne. He was born in Navarra County, Texas. In 1937, he was 18 years old at the time um, in 1956. Now, he was in the Air Force. He was an airman stationed at Malmstrom Malmstrom, Air Force Base. Oh, look at me on a roll pronouncing things. Yeah, you are, actually. (laughs) Great Falls, Montana, yeah. Yes, in Montana. And Patricia Kalitsky was born in August of 1939. She was a junior at Great Falls High School in Montana in 1956, and she was just 16 years old. Mm -mm. It was unclear of how they met, but somehow they met, and they quickly fell in love. There was a few things that I read that said that they were even talking about getting married. So they are actually on a date January 2nd, 1956. They're out on a date. They were last seen leaving the Great Falls drive-in around 9 p.m. on their way to a well-known lover's lane is what they called it. That seemed to be what they called it in the 60s and the 50s. Yeah, yeah you don't, you guys don't have lover's lanes these days, huh? You don't? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It was near Wadsworth, Wadsworth Park, and this is the last time that they are actually seen alive. The next morning on January 3rd, uh, now remember this is 1956, Dwayne's body was found by three boys. His hands had been tied behind his back and he had been shot twice in the head. And then Patricia's body wasn't actually found until the next day, January 4th, about seven miles from the park. She was shot execution style in the head. So seven miles from the park. Yes. And the park was the love's lane, right? Yes. Okay. So he was found like right by his car. So like right out in the open, she wasn't found 
for another seven miles like into the park more into the park now we're talking about like the crime scene right so his she was shot she was what'd you say about her again she was shot execution style what does that mean how do they know like like from the back yeah in the head kind of seemed like she had been forced to kneel okay so his car was still on the headlights included and there was money and camera and a camera that he had that were left in the car so clearly this is not a robbery right i was waiting for you to oh yeah i was right i'm taking some notes uh, yeah right it's, if money yeah, right there's things of value there's money in the car so it's probably not a robbery right which is the first thing that they're gonna try and determine right when they get to a crime scene yep determine motive what what's going on other than that there's seemingly no evidence or suspects there are some articles that do say that early on investigators followed numerous leads it seemed like there was a lot of rumors and theories going around and there was a lot of things that took up their time running down those leads mm, and it just happens. led to uh, what, nothing. What? How did he die? What was his? He was shot in the head. Oh, he was it shot. It didn't say that if it was the same execution style. It just said that he was shot in the head. It was very specific to say that about her, though. Did Did they recover bullets? Not that I read anywhere. Like I said, it was literally the same article everywhere. Yeah, okay. There was, like, no information because the majority of the information that's out there currently is about the update. Mm -hmm. so yeah, okay. It, the same article everywhere, but I did not see anywhere that said anything about bullets. And 1956, so they processed the scene the best they could, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I mean... I can imagine it would be difficult, too, because on the first day, they didn't know they had two s victims, because she wasn't found until the next right? day. Right, yeah, yeah. So... Well, he was found... What was the, the status of the car again? Was the door open and he was outside, or both doors open? It I'd didn't love to say see the pictures. doors were open. I know, I tried to find pictures. It didn't say that the door was open. It said that the car was on and the headlights were on. Okay, and he was found where? Next to the car. Next to the like car? Like outside next to the car. All right, the so it, it sounds like, I mean, so they're formulating a, a story based on the crime mm -hmm. scene, right? And it sounds like they, it looks like somebody came up on him and while well, the car was still running, came up on him and just kind of shot him. Either he, maybe he stepped out to confront the person. Here's the thing, though. If it's a known lover's lane, the police should have, probably realize that there was a, a female or a second person yeah that's true yeah they might have i'm just saying i'm as a yeah. reminder since yeah. you're asking about the bullets and stuff maybe they yeah that's that's yeah. a good point what's interesting too is he must not have been carrying a weapon on him like a gun i i feel like it would be oh he's common. 18 maybe he's in the Pro military no 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 he was right. I know, but he—he he don't get to take your gun home with you. No, but I mean, like you—you would I. I feel like most military members have like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I feel like most of them. Yeah, I don't think in 1956 it was like that as oh, much as okay. it is today. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. That's where my mind. More people would have go. guns today than back then. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, one of the avenues that they go down is this man named Wendell Wallace Smith. He confesses, he's going around confessing to killing a boy and a girl in Montana. He's not being specific. He's just saying that. Uh, so they look into him, but he is ruled out as a suspect in 1964. So I think it did take a while for them. As I was reading, it sounded like it took them a while to rule him out. But in 1964, they did. How did they rule him out? 
It didn't say. Was there any DNA? No. There was no DNA collected? No. No, yes, there was. I'm sorry. Okay. What, <laughs> Your what, question. <laughs> what evidence was collected? Uh, it was DNA that had been collected from Patricia's body. So they determined that she had been raped. All right. Did I jump I, ahead again? Yeah. Okay, let's go. And I didn't going. write that specific part down up there because yeah. I was would get into okay, it. Okay, get into it. I'm sorry. Go, <laughs> yeah. go in order. I but that the, was dumb, yeah. dumb of me to say no because this is genetic genealogy. Yeah. I know. Yes, there was DNA. <laughs> I was about to call you out. <laughs> All right. I'm going through my n- my notes the way I wrote Well, I'm them. I'm going through it like an investigator, so I want to know these things. And again, there wasn't a whole lot of information. Okay. So I don't but, know but exactly. There, was, there, there is the information is she they collected evidence off of her body. Right. DNA, but I mean, as far as like she was raped. As far as like clothing or anything like that, I'm assuming they kept it, but so it wasn't specific. In the now articles. that's pertinent to the whole thing. It wasn't a robbery, and she was raped. They were probably it was probably a, a, a sexual predator. Yeah. So they rule him out. 1989 investigators actually go to cut down the tree where. Oh, this see, this is where we're talking about the bullets. You asked. <laughs> I okay. knew that you were skipping ahead. 1989 investigators cut down the tree where Dwayne was murdered. So specifically the tree by his car, they wanted to be able to see if they could find the bullets. And they x-rayed it, probably. Yes, they did. Oh, cool. <laughs> they did x-ray it. The That's tree- pretty good thinking right there. Yes. They were like, w- they couldn't find it. Let's see if it got lodged in the tree. However, it's a big giant tree in the middle of a park. Mm-hmm. They x-rayed it. It was too big and too dense. But also there were a lot of bullets that they found. They found a lot of bullets. So Yeah, it's a... <laughs> And none of those bullets have ever been linked to any case or gun. Just people out pop shot and shooting. Yeah. yeah. So they weren't able to connect any bullets to okay. any type of weapon. To that they must part. have been excited and then like, mm-hmm. ugh, at the same time, you know? Yeah. that's. I mean, that's really cool. I'd never heard of that before, especially x-raying a tree. Yeah. What year was that? 89, you 1989, said? 1989, yeah. yeah. And th- so that's a few years after DNA and everything. Can you imagine? So this it's a cold case, right? So 50, 60, 70, 80, like... This is more than 30 well, years. At this point, it's still active, but yeah. It's cold, cold though, yeah. right? Can you imagine someone sitting around and said, hey, why don't we go to that tree? They're, they're examining the the, mm-hmm. the photos and said, why don't we go to that tree? Because probably the way it was set up, the trajectory, they're like, why don't we look and see if a bullet is in there? What the heck do we have to lose? You and know? it's crazy, too, like over time, what new eyes can do. Because like the investigators in 56 mm-hmm. didn't think of that yeah. even in the 60s they didn't think of that in the 70s and then in the 80s whoever it was all right so looks at it let's back up because you usually explain that were they investigating the whole time or did it go cold until 89 so after my, they ruled that guy out my next note is that it now goes cold after 89 so from what i was reading they were still working on it that whole time that's, but that's 30 something years yeah. so it is kind of cold so it's still yeah cold unsolved yeah. is what it's unsolved that's what a cold case is. Oh. Cold case. It just, it's Mom. not solved and it's been going on. It's cold yeah. case, yeah. But still active. Like, they're still working Yeah, on all it. cold cases are active. Yeah, but I've, I feel like there's not a lot of, like, they're actively H- working hello. on it. Hello, H- have you not been in this podcast? Well, yes, but I mean, <laughs> how many cold cases are there and no, how many cold people ca- are there working on cold you're, cases? You're, you're, you're arguing apples and oranges. No. Every, there's Every more case cold that is cases. unsolved... That is still open. Yes. Is cold case. Yes. Right? Some are being actively pursued. Others are just kind of sitting there in the pile. That was my point. That was what I was trying to say. Oh, you could explain to our listeners a little better than that, I think. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. You're annoying. Okay. 
Anyway, so now the case goes cold. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hand, Hannah's definition, it, now it goes cold. Okay, well, how many years is between 89 and 2001? Is that... That's less than 30. Is that 30? Is that another 30? Uh, no, that's not 30 because that would be 60. Well, 90 to 2000 is 10 years plus two more years. That's 12 years. 12 years. What's the date again? 89 to 2001. Did I do that math wrong? 12 years. I was right. 12 years. Here we go. Math in public again. <laughs> Yeehaw. Okay. So Someone's going to send us a calculator probably <laughs> one day. Oh, oh wait, does everybody know what a calculator is? Never mind. <laughs> yes, because right. it's on everyone's phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tw- 12 years. Brian asked me yesterday if our phones had a compass. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it has everything. All right, 12 years. Okay, so 2001, Detective Phil Matins- Matt- Matt- Matson, Matson mm-hmm. sends DNA that had been collected from Patricia's body to the Montana State Crime Lab. And they find a sperm cell that did not belong to Bogle, her boyfriend. Okay, Dwayne. this is 89, so they can, yeah, so it's a, remember. No, it's 2001. Oh, I'm sorry, 2001. It's still, mm-hmm. still right. from the 80s to 2000s, some more advances, but they're still just saying, hey, it's a profile. They're at least able to say if it was or wasn't Dwayne's is the point. So they say that it did not belong to, to him, to Bogle. So now they're like, now we have DNA evidence. Now we have... Oh, oh, they found it on her, so it wasn't... Yeah, this was yeah. from her, like... How do they know his DNA, though? Do they have his DNA? They must have. They must have taken it from family members or something. Somehow okay. they tested... Well, he was in the Air Force. Wasn't his Yeah, I don't think DNA... File? I don't think it was in... It wasn't in those days. They must... They it had to have gone to a family member then. I don't know. Investigator, how do you rule out someone's DNA? Well, no, no. <laughs> You're going through this case for everybody. Did yeah. they have his DNA on file? It didn't say that. I told okay. you there's literally one main article about okay. this. All right. <laughs> and that has like no so it could have been family. All right. So they they so it wasn't his DNA. He's dead. And it wasn't her DNA. Right? Right. Well it was it was sperm, so couldn't have been hers. Oh, how do they know? Oh, that's weird. Okay. All right. That, that's what it's. That's the first time we actually talked about that, huh? It specifically said that they found sperm. a sperm cell. Oh, sperm. Yeah. Oh, I, that's the first time we we had we talked about that. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think the first one we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's not his. So now they're saying there was a another person there. Right. Okay. Someone so they, they got don't DNA. Two thousand one. They got DNA. Yep. Uh, after they test. The sample, after that, they test that sample against 35 other men, including James Joseph Whitey Bulger Jr. <laughs> yeah. No matches. <laughs> 35? 35 other men. Where did they so, get that list? Remember I said earlier that early on they had a bunch of different leads and like different avenues they were going oh, down. Oh, so, so every time someone just, called yeah, in was, and said, hey, Joe yeah. did it or Pete did it or something, yeah. they have this list of people that they ended up chasing down a rabbit hole yeah like so we've then, talked about in yeah all the so then cases. what they do is they said okay now we have dna let's go back and get mm-hmm. dna from all these people and and ruling out they, all those yeah people. And they obliged they probably got it on consent and said yeah sure here you go here you go swab my cheek and, and boom they would have gone back to wendell wallace smith too remember he was cleared but they probably would have tested yeah, him they too would right have tested him right yep whitey bulger too where was this again montana 56 he was in he was he was doing stuff in the 50s yeah, he was in Boston, he? though. I didn't know. That's interesting. Really? Yeah, that's I don't know. But that's, okay. what, that's what it said. Okay, cool. Uh, I thought it was interesting, too. Yeah. 
Now, that is in 2001. Obviously, testing results come back, probably go into 2002, 2003. So yeah. we're going to now go cold again. Still, it's still cold, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use my terms. All right, so it's cold in what, what year again? 2000? Uh, we're going to guess like 2002, right? Okay. That's, but it's going to take about a year to get all the testing back and okay. matches. Let's recap again, mm-hmm. all right? So we have sperm, DNA, donor. Mm-hmm. That does not belong. That does not belong to the, the male boyfriend. deceased, yes. right? And they were each shot with a gun, shot at gunpoint, mm-hmm. her execution style. She was also sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and no robbery. No bullets were found at the scene at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing did, was taken. Did the autopsy didn't that. didn't talk about what, what type of gun or anything like that? Not that I read. It didn't say anything. When I tell you, I spent a lot of time trying yeah, to find the autopsy. They probably stripped that car down, too, looking for the bullet, too. Yeah. Probably right in the dirt, right there under them. Okay. Probably. All right. That's the only thing. So the only thing we have. So now in, in 2000, early 2000s, we got a DNA profile. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's in the box, the cold box on the shelf with potential. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even know. Yep. <laughs> 2012, the case is handed over to Detective Sergeant John Cadner. This was actually his first case. And he ended up digitizing everything and like refiling it i'm not sure i understand i feel like that could have been maybe done afterwards does that make it easier in the moment because it took him months to do this yeah so no. is he working on it while he's digitizing probably, it right so they this was probably everything probably was electronic at this point mm-hmm. and at, it's possible it's more likely that this happened as they opened up one of these cold cases or, or, or started to attack one of these cold cases, they digitized it at that time. As they were going, you know? though. And, yeah, and okay. it's, it seems to me that'd be an easy way to kind of get acquainted with the with the case. Yeah. Too, you know. Well, that's, right. what, that's what he does. Well, that's good. So he starts digitizing it. Nothing really is happening. And then six years, I can do quick math, six years later after 2012, what's 2018? What happens yeah. in 2018? Yeah, the um, Golden State Killer. Literally every single so one. So he went through every. He went through the whole thing again and said, yeah, there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here. 2012, there's a DNA profile of a male. Uh, 2012, uh, you know, and where's this again? In um, Montana. What? What? The Cascade County okay. detectives. You know, it depends on what kind of budget and things like that mm-hmm. and may not be totally familiar. I mean, D- DNA is DNA. So here's what they're thinking. They ran the DNA probably. They don't have a big budget based off of yeah. what I'll say at the end. They they probably ran it through CODIS too. And, mm-hmm. and in those days, DNA to them is when we get a suspect, we can clear them. Right. Or prove it. If there's a bad guy in the system, his DNA will, will pop right. and it'll hit. That's what they're thinking mostly. Yeah, so they're kind of just waiting for someone to all like right, get arrested so or be, you know, something. They're waiting for something to just pop he up. He probably reviewed, did all that, and then said, "Okay, let me digitize it while we're while we're here." Yeah, and so. at this point, it's been almost sixty sixty years, basically. Yeah. So there's really not much right. they can do, right, other than DNA and just wait. So right, because there's no more evidence. Yeah, that's it. Now, unless they took the clothes. Of these deceased, if they took the clothes, they could, and and we see that in some of the other cases, they take the clothes, and they send they the clothes in, yeah. and re-examine it, and then they find DNA. But in this case, you got DNA, so you right, you, you and know, it seemed like there was enough of it yeah. to not that they didn't really mention the clothes. Here's the thing that I don't, that I'm nervous about. Mm-hmm. 
we've done these cases before where someone was shot and sexually assaulted, right? Mm-hmm. Just because the DNA proves mm. someone sexually assaulted the deceased, the victim, does that mean they shot him? That is a good point. We, we, we've had that where where there's been no gun recovered, no forensic evidence, uh, um, firearms forensic evidence, but the DNA placed the bad guy at the scene mm-hmm. as sexually assaulting the, the female uh, victim, and that they automatically get convicted for murder, too. I, I mean... Uh, there's I guess nobody argues not right? enough reasonable doubt. Right? Or there is enough there's not enough reasonable doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. If I was a lawyer, I'd be all over that. I, th- yeah. That just, you know That's on their lawyer for not saying yeah. bringing that no, up. You're right. If that's right. not part of the defense. All right. Good. But yeah, that's a good point. So two thousand eighteen, the Golden State Killer is caught using genetic genealogy. And as we know, when that happened the whole country it just exploded it, it's yeah, like 60 everywhere. 70 right now that have been solved and in every years. single one of those cases they give credit to the golden state killer case being solved using genetic yeah. genealogy and they say because of that they said let's try it here let's see what we can do i, I think that isn't there 60 since then 60 cases or 40 50 60 oh it keeps but changing but that's that's about um like four a month that's like one a week yeah. That's like more than one a week. Which is... That's awesome. Yeah. Right now is yeah. a great time to go into genetics yeah, <laughs> for yeah. people getting into college right now. Yeah. Like become a <laughs> genealogist, like an yeah. investigator. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe not because I have some more news at the end of this. All right. Okay. 2019, Cascade County detectives have Bode Technology do more DNA testing on the sample that they have from Patricia. They upload it to the genetic genealogy database. It was unspecific which one, but I'm assuming it's the GEDmatch. It's probably same it's one, GEDmatch, yeah. yeah. And what they, testing were they doing? What DNA testing? Just additional testing? It everything. It it's always more says advanced, more. Yeah, more everything advanced, yeah. always just says more DNA testing, yeah. but it's just I'm assuming the genetic genealogy because that's what they describe. Yeah. So they do end up finding a possible family connection. Now, as a reminder, the way that I when I was reading it they described it that they had to work backwards so genealogy finds a match yeah let's explain this again for our listeners right so it's they find a match that's in the database already right and they are able to build a family tree now this is because somebody voluntarily Mm -hmm. put their DNA into this database the the gen yeah, so there's remember, a few different databases. Right. Remember, GEDmatch but, yeah. is is the, the aggregate friendly. of all the yeah. uh, uh, 23andMe and and Ancestry and whatever you go and get your DNA in, then you put it in GEDmatch. You have to upload it yeah, to GEDmatch though. Yeah, you voluntarily put the it other. Right. Yeah, the other places don't do it, no, and no, GEDmatch correct. is the only place that the police can su- currently go to. And they're the only ones that support law yes. enforcement. If you go to the website, it's all about law enforcement. Yeah. It's not that genial, um, Ancestry and 23andMe like, are anti-cops. They just, They're just more private. And, and more private yeah. because you're paying for service and they mm-hmm. it's like private data. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can go get a warrant, that kind of thing. But, yeah, mm-hmm. GEDmatch is set up specifically. and It, it was originally it, it, meant to help you find other family members yeah. and find... So, it, it, we talked about this before, right? If you got a bad guy in the family, mm-hmm. let's go put your... Go, let's go put everything in there. Yeah. And then Nano Parabon, Nano Labs, Nano Labs yeah, uh, w- works with them as 
with them as well. Okay, cool. Those that's typically this is the I think the second time we've heard of Bode technology. Oh, but the Parabon Nano Labs oh, is typically okay. Is typically the one that the ge- genealog the geneticists yeah. work with. That's right. So Bode Bode is, technology is just one. another one. Okay. Yes. So the the genealogist there genealogist starts, yeah starts doing their thing and they find a match most likely jet match we believe that right so but as a reminder though they normally yeah. work forwards and they build up the family tree and then they narrow it down to let's say like a cousin or uh, you know sons of however whatever family members and then they narrow it down in this case they were they had to work backwards they actually found a distant relative it was a distant cousin first uh-huh. and then they had to narrow down a family tree using public records and like death records right probably i'm assuming because this case this is i will say now this is the oldest case to be solved with genetic uh, okay genealogy. so they just go so backwards. my assumption yeah they they're just had the to go thing. backwards yeah and and they're and they're trying to narrow down to a familial connection but maybe even a month they gotta get to montana yes they still they have gotta, to yeah. look at where these people work because yeah. this is going to build a- an and entire they have to look at the, a- the age yes the age location obviously males mm-hmm. you know whatever profile they're going off y- yeah. of who did this yeah yes. so and they gotta it'd be nice if they get right to that county in montana mm-hmm. so they do they come up with kenneth gould um, they found one of his distant cousins and, like I said, built the family tree backwards. Kenneth Gould and his family actually lived in the Great Falls area at the time of the murders. And shortly after the murders, they picked up and moved to Missouri in 1967. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a good. And so just one person, not more than one person. Right. He is the only one. Oh, that it, the police are excited. Yes. Because they got to go do what now? Well... Kenneth Gould died in 2007. Oh, and this is what, so what they're not excited. Again? What year is this again? Uh, 2019. Okay, no problem. So what do they have to do? They unfortunately have to go contact his family. He was also cremated. So oh, okay. So that yeah. rules out what? They can't take. They can't like exhume his body. Right. So if he wasn't cremated, they could get their permission, exhume his body, take DNA from the body. And do it that way. However, he was cremated, so there's really no. However, like I feel like. Uh, no, you can't uh, get DNA from I that. Think, I don't think you can. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't think you can because it's 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 disintegrated. It's all. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Now the other thing is you can get a warrant too to exhume a body. Uh, right. But you have to have <coughs> probable in, cause. Remember we talked about this. Right. I don't feel like any investigator in this situation because that's a tread lightly situation because you're well, now. We got to one of our cases. We got to it. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, yeah. would they go for a warrant? I feel like they would just try and no, be nice if this, about it. No, if there's family members, you can get the DNA. So what they probably did, you get if the person was buried, not cremated, mm-hmm. they'd get the DNA from the family member, get yeah. consent, say, yeah, sure, here, my uncle was a turd, here, take it. And then and ask then, to exhume. a match, then they would go and get a warrant that would be probable cause. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They'd they go get a warrant to, gotcha. and okay. exhume the body and then try to extract DNA there. Uh, that's that's what they did in one of the cases. But in this case, they can't do it. So who they who do they go to? They go to his children. His, his children? Oh, that's good. Yeah, they go to his children. Um, Jesus, imagine that. And they cooperated. Yeah, they had to go to his children and be like, hey, you know, they sat down with them and told them about They're these murders. They're in their 50s at this time, probably. Yeah, and they had to tell them about the, this murder, and eventually they had to say, hey... Right now, your your father is a suspect. So, 
will you give us your DNA? Like they, they asked and they, the children did fully cooperate. They gave him the DNA and they probably had to explain everything to him. You know what I mean? Like here's the deal, his DNA and, and your dad was in Great Falls, Montana at the Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And it did come back positive. The DNA results came back. All right. Wow. Yeah. And obviously the kids would not have been able to do those murders as they were kids. So, the DNA is not obviously it's the right. Fathers. They're not they're yeah. not old enough. They, they were, were probably born to, yeah. in sixty six or no. He yeah. was born in fifty six. Oh wait a minute. No, the murders happened in fifty six. Oh fifty six. He was born when? I think it was Kenneth born. Did I? Write? I don't think. Yeah, he was, They were probably born in. He was, I think, like the same age. Yeah, they were probably close to my age, like in the sixties. The kids, or, yeah. Yeah, sixties. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So then the police, uh, the investigators, have to go. And he didn't have any brothers. Not that I read, no. Okay. Not that I read. They have to go inform the living family members of Dwayne and Patricia. When I read that, oh, it was so sad. The living yeah. family members. And that's probably like a, um, <laughs> like a, yeah, a, a grandkid maybe, or yeah. No, wait a minute, because they, they weren't married, so they don't no. have any children. They don't have any children. Nieces, nephews, Nieces, nephews distant cousins. cousins. It had to, yeah. yeah, someone like that. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Yep. I mean, 56, 10 years older than you. I mean, their siblings could, if they had yeah. siblings, could still be. It would just be, it'd right. been a and long time. That's <laughs> the information they don't give us when we go to research these cases because that's right. all private, yeah. Right, but they said that it was like a bittersweet thing mm-hmm. for the family. And like I said, it is currently the oldest case to be solved using genetic genealogy. That's awesome. So, yeah. So they closed that one down. Yep, pretty cool. And what is interesting because we're talking about Montana, so it's really funny. This, honestly, this law probably happened right after this case. Mm-hmm. So if you guys remember uh, a few a few back, I mentioned that literally that the, that Friday that we had recorded, yeah. Maryland, the state that I live in, yeah, yeah. had actually just passed, been the very first state to pass legislation about genetic genealogy. So as a reminder, and it's it goes into effect October 1st. So as of October 1st, Law enforcement has to just have a judge sign off on any type of genetic genealogy testing. They don't have to have a warrant. The judge just, they just have to get permission from the judge, right? And then there's like a bunch of audits for using genetic genealogy, for like going to GEDmatch. They don't have to have a warrant, but they just have to have a judge permission to use GEDmatch in Maryland. And yes, this is in Maryland, okay? And they have to be audited every year by a certain uh-huh. panel right there was i yeah. went into the whole thing there's a few episodes i'll have to go back and i'll i'll link it so you guys can go back and listen to because yeah. i covered the whole thing well montana just passed legislation also so and this this and took place in montana yeah. and what was the legislation theirs the is a lot more strict they require a uh full-on warrant before they can use any database whatsoever yeah, so they're so going to they get, have to get a full on yeah. warrant and it's requiring it specifically said is requiring the government investigators. Yeah, the prosecutor, so prosecutor to get a search warrant. That's prosecutor. Yeah. Oh, OK, so not yeah. I was that's the government. Sc- yeah, okay, that's prosecutor. Gotcha. So remember I said this. Mm-hmm. I said, I wonder if this becomes so solid mm-hmm. that genealogy automatically becomes probable cause. And I think that's, yeah. remember I, I was saying that, I think that's where we're going. Yeah. Ju- th- because here's what you here's what they're going to do. They're going to say, so you uh, in a warrant, you have to write an affidavit, right? Mm-hmm. You have to say, I've been a special agent, I've been a criminal investigator for all these years. 
done this, that, and the other thing. Here's my experience background. Based on my experience in running these type of investigations, what I've seen, what I've learned, what I know is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And in this case, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, therefore, probable cause, this must have happened. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just kind of, you know, doing that. But that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. I think. I don't see anything wrong with that. With oh, and what, and what they probably did is say in 2018, Golden State Killer, blah, since then, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, they're going to, yeah. they're going to reference all these other cases and say, you know, how exact the science is. Therefore, it's probably the same here. Our guy probably killed, you know, so. Yeah. And it seems like after this case was solved, this is really when this legislation started be putting, to be put into motion. So. I wonder, is that what I was saying? Like, pro- it probably become probable cause. Yeah, that's what you were and, saying. And, yeah. So that's what's going to happen. Yeah. That's how. So and, and then it, t- it takes, you know, a challenge and then case precedents and stuff. But. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how mm. uh, it affects moving forward. Yeah. This guy also victimized his children 60-something years later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Yeah. Like, did he, how did he sleep at night? Well, you know? think about it, though. 56, and I'm not rationalizing, I'm not making excuses, but... Th- wh- they murderers weren't thinking about the DNA advances that were going to potentially. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, after right. 30 years, he was like, oh, shoot, I got away with this. My, yeah. We're good. And then after another 30 years, I'm still good. And then uh-huh. he died. He, he was not worried about it. He had no and he wouldn't have cared. He was a crazy person. Mm. Murderer. All right. So he Let, didn't care about his family. Can we back up to again to Montana? All right. So if I'm on a cold case mm-hmm. and I say, hey. I got this DNA. I'm going to go reach out to these labs and do genealogy. Before I do that, I have to get a warrant? That was my understanding of huh. reading it. Yeah. That's not what I was saying. Then that's different. Because what you do, genealogy, what that I was saying the probable is cause. I think it's going to gotcha. be such solid science and there's three years of precedence now right that that is going to be good for probable cause right right so what now, they're saying is h- how they- are you getting a warrant before this then that's weird we I have to do some research on that. yeah so you can't so you cannot access the database until you have a warrant right which does seem kind of silly because up until that point like you have no other evidence but what i imagine happening is that a person says, hey, I have this 60-year-old cold case. I have DNA evidence. It is not matched up to any of our suspects, any of our leads. I have reason it's, to believe. It doesn't match anyone in any of our systems. Please, based off of Golden State Killer and all of these other 70 cases before us, please let us yeah, use genetic that's genealogy. A, that's a tough one. I, I, and then I, the judge can say yes or no and give a warrant. It's almost similar to, to Maryland. Maryland's just getting the nod from the judge. Yeah. And really, in this case, that's all the judge is going to do because you have probable... That doesn't make sense, a warrant. So you need Mm -hmm. probable cause that a crime has been committed to get a warrant to search and seize. Seize. So that doesn't well, you're make technically sense. Technically, searching and seizing DNA no, from but, a. But you, in, you're telling me in Montana just to go use genealogy, just yeah. to use that investigative technique, mm-hmm. 
Oh, I'm gonna research that. Let's do a show on just that one. I want to. Maybe I met. That's what I read. That's it. Okay. Clearly said. No, no problem. I you need a you. warrant. So unless I'm like reading it wrong, nope. you absolutely Google it and tell me if I'm no, wrong. But that was what I read. I, I'd like to research it. Let's research both those laws. But that makes sense though, because that's searching the database mm-hmm. and seizing the DNA. They're searching uh, and seizing. Uh, I got you. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're, you're, no, you're right. Oh my my. <laughs> My little sleuth is, have all, I, is all grown up. Have I paid attention yes. to too much stuff? Yes, you, you're all grown up. My my job is done here. Okay, that that makes sense. I want to I want to look at Maryland and Montana though, since those are the two, and I want to see what that's all about. Yeah. It's, okay. It was it was interesting cool. though that when I finished this, I was like, wait a minute, Montana just passed yeah. a new right. law. So cool. Yeah, that's where we are. Another one solved with genetic genealogy. Yeah. Our best friend. Yeah. I like awesome. I like talking about those cases because they have like a happy ending so yeah i like some... when they get to go do like surveillance and <laughs> let them spit somewhere and go clean it up <laughs> i like those yeah those are yeah. i like when we can watch watch it play out it's like always a one. coffee cup too you know that or a cigarette it's always yeah a yeah, cigarette. yeah the cigarette was the best one remember the one i forget which one it was where we actually watched the documentary and they that's were, what i was saying yeah, it's, yeah, i yeah. like it when you can actually watch it yeah, in when real they're, time when they're, yeah. they're like in the middle of the street, they're trying to get the cigarettes, and they're like, "Ah, crap! There's like ten cigarettes over here. Which one was it?" <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Good. Good job. Cool. So that is it for that one. Thank you guys for listening. As always, if you would like to give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, we'd greatly appreciate it. Give us a little review. Let us know what you think. Follow us on Instagram at Trickham Archives Podcast, and then we're also on Twitter at TC Archives Pod post updates fun little things on those two platforms and yeah that's just about it we will be here next week later bye